This is Chris Brooks. Thank you for listening to this edition of Equip. Be sure and subscribe for free so that you don't miss an episode. For more information, visit our website, equipradio.org. To Equip, you know I love to introduce you to some incredible guests and topics, but there's one person that I want you to meet more than anyone else. His name is Jesus, and he wants to have a genuine personal relationship with you. He even died on the cross to take the punishment for all of our sins so that we can join his eternal family. It would be my honor to introduce you to Jesus today. Simply call 877-548-3675. Again, give us a call at 877-548-3675. Hey there, friends. I am so excited that you've joined me today. Chris Brooks here. Why don't you strap on your seatbelt? We're going to navigate through the contours of culture, as always, with the lens of the biblical worldview on. But before we do that, let me remind you, this is the day that the Lord has made. He has given it as a gift so that you and I can rejoice and be glad in it. So let's do just that. Let's follow the words of the Apostle Paul. Let's rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. I am so fired up to be with you today. There's so many great things that are going on. First off, let me just say today is the day. If you're a monthly partner or if you have registered already for our Zoom webinar, it's going to happen immediately following the program. The topic is uh, mental health and the gospel. We're going to talk about Jesus, anxiety, and depression. What does the Bible have to say about our mental health? For those of you who have lived with depression or experienced anxiety or panic attacks and and processed through, what is going on here? God, is, is this a sin or is this just some other medical condition that I need to address? And what does the Bible have to say about where I can find hope? We're going to talk about that and so much more immediately following this program. So if you have already registered please make sure you join me at the top of the hour. It's going to be a great, great conversation. Also, I'm so excited about today's topic. Today, we're going to talk about the role that the arts and beauty play in our spiritual formation. And so if you are an artist out there, or if you have been called to creative ministry, today is your day. I believe it's going to be a blessing and a a great conversation. But let's be honest on the front end of this discussion. Uh, It is is, uh, often the case that when we think about growing spiritually, we typically tend to think about things like Bible reading or theological training or prayer or fasting for some, maybe evangelism and missions. And these things are not wrong to think about. But but the question that I want to take up today is, uh, what does the arts have to do with helping us to grow spiritually? Most of us don't think about art and beauty as tools of God to help us to grow. After all, what does Van Gogh have to do with Jerusalem? How do paintings and music and poetry and film help me to know God better? I know for me and my journey, in this particular area, people like uh, William Egger or Francis Schaeffer or C.S. Lewis have played powerful roles in my own formation in helping me to see how God uses art and artists to enrich my life spiritually and the lives of others. Today, I want to talk to someone who I appreciate and uh, who I pray you'll enjoy as well. Terry Glaspie is a writer 
He's an editor. He is uh, a creative mentor and someone who finds various forms of art like paintings and films, novels, poetry, music, to be some of the places where he most deeply connects with God. He has a master's degree in history from the University of Chicago, as well as an undergrad degree, a couple, emphasizing counseling and pastoral studies. He's with me today. He has written several books. The one we're going to focus in on today is Discovering God through the arts, how we can grow closer to God by appreciating beauty and creativity. Terry, how are you, brother? Oh, it's good to be with you. I'm doing well. It is good to be with you as well. So grateful uh, for you uh, joining me. Uh, Talk a little bit about your journey into the arts. How did you find yourself in this uh, area of focus and ministry? Well, um, it, it happens that along the path of my own spiritual growth, what I've noticed is that some of my most powerful moments of spiritual connection didn't take place, you know, when, when I was sitting in church or Bible study, although, of course, those are great, but when I was maybe watching a film or listening to a piece of music or, or reading a book. And I found that these could be connection places where I could uh, grow uh, and enrich my relationship with God. You know, I love that you said that. And, and, and at the same time, while I appreciate what you just said, it, it causes my heart a twinge of pain because I feel for those like you who sit in church week after week wondering, God, what is, a, am I an anomaly? What's, what's different about me? Uh, talk about what church must be like for those who are artists or called to creative ministry, or maybe like you, have their deepest connection with God through beauty? Well, you know, unfortunately, uh, in most of our evangelical churches today, we kind of have pushed the arts to the side. That wasn't, hasn't always been the case in church history, but it certainly has become the case uh, in recent uh, years. We, we, you know, music definitely plays an important part, but oftentimes yeah. our worship spaces are kind of Spartan looking. I mean, we, we're uh, kind of afraid of, I think, that somehow if we put some art on the wall, that it could be an idolatry, or that, you know, if we, if we use a poem in our worship service, that it's going to go over people's heads. And I just don't think, I just don't think that's true. And I think for a lot of creative people, they find themselves sitting in church and the emphasis is on the head, you know, on knowledge, on gathering knowledge about God. And the thing about the arts is that they, I think they reach deep into our hearts. Um, They connect with the experiences that we've had in our lives and help us make sense of them. Well, if you're an artist today, it is your program. And I want to create a safe space for you to join the conversation. I think you're going to find a friend in Terry Glaspie. I think this resource, maybe for some, is going to be liberating, life-transforming. It's going to feel like coming up uh, out of the ocean for a breath of air that fills your lungs. And I pray that it will be a blessing to you in, in many ways. The phone number 
to join the conversation is 877-LIVE-675, 877-548-3675. Maybe you are a creative type or called to creative ministry, and you're wondering, man, how can I leverage my gifts to serve God? Um, I would love for you to get a chance to talk to Terry, and we'd love to come alongside and be a prayer partner today at 877 888-3675. Or maybe you love someone who just connects with God, kind of like Terry just described, maybe through a film or maybe through music or maybe through a painting. And you're wondering, how do I support them? How do I best minister to them, create opportunity for them? If you're a pastor wondering how to create spaces uh, for, for the arts in your ministry, the phone number, again, to join the conversation. 877-548-3675. Terry, why did you write the book, Discovering God Through the Arts? Well, I think you really nailed it right on the head. There's kind of two reasons. Number one is I think that creative people often find themselves kind of disenfranchised with the church. They feel like it's not really speaking to some of the deep things inside their heart. And I wanted them to get a vision for how <clears throat> how faith could make a real difference or, or a difference in their pursuit of their art and how their pursuit of art can make a real difference in their faith. And and the second thing is is to talk to ordinary people uh, about how that the arts they are not a replacement for uh, prayer or Bible study or church attendance or any of that but they are actually an, another tool in the spiritual toolbox that God can use to help us to grow uh, deeper and richer in our spiritual lives. Uh, in fact, I think, you know, engagement with the arts could be seen as like a spiritual discipline, just like prayer or fasting or meditation or any of the other traditional spiritual um, disciplines. So you know, I wanted I... to... <clears throat> Yeah, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, Terry, uh, excuse me for jumping in. I, I do wonder if for some, maybe this feels too mystical or maybe um, just there, there's a lack of experience here. But there are some really strong theological minds who have written on this topic uh, that, that I would say uh, Terry draws from in his book. You know, uh, I mentioned Schaefer. Talk about uh, Francis Schaeffer or even C.S. Lewis and the impact they've had on you or, or this, uh, their thoughts in this area. Yeah, I mean, both of those two authors are among the most influential for me in my journey to understand how, as a Christian, I can use the arts. And, you know, I think Francis Schaeffer uh, was, did such a great job of, of helping people understand that we don't need to be afraid of the arts, that the arts can actually be, well, I like to put it this way. The arts can sometimes be kind of like a visual or oral uh, commentary on the scriptures. They can open up our reading of the scriptures. Uh, For example, think about the television program. I think probably a lot of people watch The Chosen. And, you know, The Chosen is a piece of art that it may not always be perfect, but it actually adds some nuance to our reading of Scripture. And I think that's the reason that people have loved it so much. And I think I, all kinds of ways the arts can do that. Um, 
music and, and film and whatnot can help bring the scriptures alive for us. They can assist us in our prayer lives. They can they can heal us emotion. They can kind of begin to heal us emotionally of yeah. some of the pain in our lives. Yeah, and you know, today I'm going to be doing a Zoom webinar on uh, Jesus, anxiety, and depression. And before this conversation is over, I would love to hear you just uh, unpack a little bit about how God can use beauty in the arts uh, to heal, to heal our hearts, to heal some of the traumas that we've gone through as we've had to navigate through uh, life in a fallen world. Uh, But let's go to the phone lines. As I said earlier, uh, you can join the conversation, 877-548-3675. Mark is listening in Aurora, Illinois. Hey, Mark, thank you so much for listening. What's your comment today, Mark? Well, good afternoon. I like Lewis's term for artistic experiences. He calls them signposts. In other words, they point the way to heaven, but they are not themselves heaven. And I guess I want to comment that we have to maintain a delicate balance. The, The reason that an idolatry of the arts is so easy to commit is that the emotional experiences we get from the arts are very similar to the ones we get directly from God. And there's a there's an essay by Lewis called Lilies That Fester. One book that has it is a collection called The World's Last Night. And he talks about the vices and pettiness that he saw in some of his artistic colleagues. And he, so basically he said that on the one hand, the arts offer a sublimity and they point the way to heaven. But on the other hand, there are highly artistic people who can be very petty and very prone to vices. I, I have, you know, let me jump in if I could, if I could Mark, because I think this is true with any spiritual gift. I think this is true, uh, Terry, with any calling that, you know, we have to make sure that we are watching our hearts for pride uh, or being misguided in, in any way. I, I'm a pastor. I've seen pastoral pride. I've been a pastor. So I think it can happen anywhere. And the way that uh, Mark describes scripture, uh, uh, the arts uh, and, and uh, our need to make sure that we don't create an idol out of the arts, I think is the same way Jesus describes scripture. In John 5 and 39, he says, you study the scriptures diligently because you think in them you have eternal life. These are the very scriptures that testify about me. So even mm-hmm. in the study of scripture, we need to know that scripture itself is uh, is pointing is a signpost, pointing us back to the Savior of our souls, Jesus. So I appreciate, Mark, all that you said. Thank you for joining the conversation. Terry, we got to take a short break. But when we come back, we're going to take up that question, what does... Van Gogh have to do with Jerusalem? What does Jerusalem have to do with Van Gogh? Uh, That's an important question. Uh, How do the arts help us to see, experience, and grow in our relationship with God? 877-548-3675. We'll be right back. Let's begin this new year by committing ourselves to reading the Bible more and understanding it better. Will you join me? I have a wonderful new resource to keep us on track and inspired. It's Trillia Newell's new book, 52 Weeks in the Word. 
This insightful resource even offers days of rest and reflection on what we've read. You can request your copy today with the gift of any amount to equip. Call 888-644-4144 or go to equipradio.org. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. Terry Glassbee is my guest today. Out of all the books that Terry has written, his favorite is Discovering God Through the Arts. How can we grow closer to God by appreciating beauty and creativity? And as a pastor, I almost feel led to apologize to those of you who are creatives that have struggled to find your place in the church, your place in the kingdom you are very valuable to God, and I want to affirm that, and I'm grateful to talk to uh, Terry, and hopefully today can be a day where we uh, encourage your heart if you are called to creative ministry. But I've been talking, Terry, in some ways as if uh, beauty and the arts are just for a certain group of people, uh, those who are lean more, maybe right-brained. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, if I'm reading your book correctly, your argument is that we all can benefit from beauty and creativity. Is that right? That's absolutely right. And the reality is all of us partake of art. We do. We listen to music. We watch television. We go to movies. We sing songs. All of us partake of art. What I'm challenging people to do is to pick out the best art and the best music and the best literature and let it be something that as as the as Mark said when he called in a few moments ago, that can be a sign point post that points toward God. You know, the hearts are never a replacement for uh for any of the sure. spiritual disciplines in our lives. But they can be really powerful and helpful pointers. And of course we have to be, of course we have to be discerning, right? Um, You know, there's a lot of art out there that glorifies immorality, uh, that's cruel or uh, stupid sometimes. And a lot of it will have misguided spirituality. But by a wise use of the best of the arts, I just believe it can help us draw closer to God. It can enrich our lives. It can heal some of the hurts in our souls. You know, I, I want to talk for just a moment about finding beauty in a fallen world. Um, one of the things you'll see if you were to come to my office, Terry, is I have uh, probably the signature piece in my office is a painting of a gentleman I've never met before. Um, as a matter of fact, he is um, a man in the city of Detroit who spent some time in homelessness but he met a, a gentleman who is a member of our church here named Scott, who oversees a ministry called Faces of Detroit. And what Scott does, and it's a powerful ministry, is he does portraits of people by, with their permission who uh, maybe are experiencing homelessness or have gone through some very significant trauma. And he paints those portraits in such a beautiful way and his, his heart is to show them how he believes God sees them. And the beauty mm. and the mm. light that comes through is so powerful. And uh, all the proceeds of the ministry goes back to those that are uh, being, being painted. And it's a beautiful thing. But, but I bring it up to say, 
here is a young man who sees the brokenness that we see all around us, but uh, sees the beauty of God as reigning and ruling more powerfully than the darkness. Just talk about, the, or talk to the heart, rather, uh, Terry, of the person who's maybe struggling to see beauty because of the brokenness. Well, I, first of all, just let me say, that just moves my heart so deeply to hear about that ministry, because, I mean, what that does, and it's one of the things that beauty does, is it not only points toward God, but it also affirms the the dignity and the beauty and the glory of his creation. Um, and we are part of his creation. And uh, I think that's why the Psalms are full of, yes. uh, of verses that talk about the fact that we should lift up our eyes. And as we lift up our eyes, our hearts will be lifted up by the beauty of the things uh, that surround us. And so, you know, one of the things that art does for us is it reminds us that there is a God who values beauty, who values dignity, who values just the, the glory of that which he's created. And so- I, I like to say, you know, we are created by the Creator, to be creative. All of us are. In our, all of us, in <laughs> like our own that. ways, are creative. We all have creative outlets. Sometimes yeah. even just telling, finding a new way to tell somebody you love them is a way of being creative. So we need to connect that creativity with God. Yeah. So good. So good. All right, I want to go to uh, Pastor Yarber, who's uh, listening to us. Uh, Pastor Yarber, thank you so much for listening. What's your comment? God bless you. Listen, I had to call in. I listen to you every day. Mm. I'm a pastor. I'm recovering. I've recovered from cancer and COVID. During those times, that time, I started doing artwork as a pastime when I was going through radiation. Yes. It's escalated to now that... uh, I'm a pastor of King of Kings Missionary Baptist Church. I invite people to see the artwork, and they turn their lives over to Christ. Wow. I'm going through the Bible. Uh, I do clay. I've done most of the Bible, and people will ask me questions about the Bible in funerals and weddings, and they want to turn their lives over to Christ. Wow. As we speak, I'm doing a portrait. I do biblical. I do history. I'm doing Martin Luther King as we speak. Well, first off, Pastor Yarber, yeah, first off, let me, let me just say, praise God for your testimony to survive cancer and COVID so powerful to use the creative ability. This is exactly what Terry is talking about. We've been created by our creator to be creative and you're using that and pointing people to Jesus, what a blessing and what an encouragement. What does that do for your heart, Terry, to hear Pastor Yarber's uh, testimony? I love it. I'd, hey, I'd love to go to your church, Pastor. I, <laughs> I, I, just, I just think I think that's glorious. You know, recently, uh, 
a church asked me to come and do a weekend of talk on faith and the arts. And one of the things I recommended that we do, I said, while I'm there, let's have an art show by people in the church. They can bring their watercolors, their pottery, their uh, one one guy had taken his skateboard and painted his skateboard. Uh, some people had done crochet, and it was just this glorious thing for everybody to get to see all of this creativity and all of it, whether or not the topic was you know because a piece of of, of crocheted of, 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 of fabric is not a, yes. you know yes. it, it doesn't it's not an immediate testimony to God. But yet it's all sourced out of God, the creator's gift of creativity yes, to us. Yes, that's so good. You know, we live in a scientifically driven culture. And if you are driven by the scientific, you probably have a high value on functionality, that things find their value because of their functional significance. But we have to be careful with how far we take that thought, though it certainly is true. Functionality is important. Uh, what will If you don't embrace, embrace beauty and the arts, you'll be left wondering why God created certain things. For example, what value does a rainbow hold for us? Well, functionally, not much, but yet there's something beautiful after a storm to be reminded of God's goodness and redemptive grace. So let's understand that God is using all things to draw us closer to himself. We're going to talk about beauty, uh, justice, awakening to see God's grace and glory around us after this break. But these breaks are designed to give you opportunity to learn more about our guest and resource. Terry Glaspie is our guest, discovering God through the arts, discovering God through the arts is our resource. Find out how to order at EquipRadio.org or go to our social media pages, Facebook and Twitter at Equip Radio. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. What a phenomenal day it is having a great conversation about the arts, about creativity, about finding beauty even in the midst of brokenness with Terry Glaspie. We'll get back to his book in just a moment, but I am so fired up about our Zoom webinar. It's going to be taking place at the top of the hour, and so those of you who have already registered to be with us, please make sure you're there promptly. We're going to talk about resources that can help those who are living and dealing with anxiety and depression. We'll look at what the Bible has to say about this topic and as always, take your questions. And so I believe it's going to be a very helpful and encouraging time. So please make sure you're with us promptly if you're registered for that event. Just one of the things we do for our monthly partners. For those of you who support the program, let me say thank you. Your gifts are the fuel in our engine that allow us to fulfill our mission of equipping Christians to more effectively live share, and defend our faith. You can find out more by dialing 888-644-4144. That's 888-644-4144. Terry Glaspie is my guest. He's a writer, editor, creative mentor as well. And uh, he is with me to discuss his newest book, Discovering God Through the Arts. 
how we can grow closer to God by appreciating beauty and creativity. I'm going to go to the phone lines. Natasha is listening in South Florida. Hey, Natasha, thank you for calling. What's your question for Terry today? Hi, Terry. So my question would be, if someone is very creative and they really feel a calling and a passion to serve and honor the Lord with their creative artistic gifts, um, but they're constantly doing jobs that are like corporate and have nothing to do with that, um, and they just feel like they're dead inside, what would you advise that person to do? Well, um, I think that's a great question, Natasha, and I think it's something a lot of creative people struggle with. Is It's like, you know, you have to put food on the table and uh, pay your rent, and how do I make space for uh, the arts? And I, maybe that's why there are a lot of starving artists out there is because there are those who have chosen to just mm. pursue only the arts. But um, I think, you know, a lot of great artists down through time were people who they used their spare time to pursue their art. And, um, you know, a, 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 the great poet uh, T.S. Eliot worked by day in a bank. He was a, he was a bank clerk. And in the evenings, he would write poetry. And he ended up writing some of the most powerful Christian poetry ever. Um, Bach, um, he had to produce uh, his uh, art, uh, you know, by creating new music every Sunday for new new music for his church. So uh, there are, you know, there are different paths that different people are going to, I think, find and take to figure out how do you make the space? um, How do you decide to focus your life? Um, But I I just would say, you know, that you can create great art just in your spare time. You don't have to have that be your full focus of your life to be able to really produce something beautiful and wonderful. Natasha, one of the ways... Natasha, one of the ways we want to encourage your husband, and he's blessed to have you in his life, is we want to give you a complimentary copy of Terry's book, Discovering God Through the Art, so you can give it to your husband to encourage him that God sees him. I do want to also say a couple of things uh, in agreement with what Terry just said, but I would say uh, if he's in corporate America, maybe trying his best to work with his supervisors or direct reports to find the most creative job he can within the company. Maybe there's other uh, opportunities for working with the same company, but in a more creative position. Second thing I would say as a pastor is that, uh, man, he should meet with his pastor for sure if that has not already happened, or even if it has, having an ongoing relationship Because I think at the end of the day, what we all need to embrace with our gifts is an attitude of serving. And when we see our gifts as being given to us by God to be able to serve others on his behalf, then it really boils down to, God, what doors are you opening for me to utilize these gifts right now? And let me take great joy and fulfillment in that. And uh, it'll look different in different seasons but the key is being as faithful as possible. Lord, we pray that you would bless Natasha and her husband. We pray that you would open up doors for which no one can shut. And I pray that he would come alive as opportunities to serve you 
and to serve others on your behalf are presented to him. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Thanks, thanks, Natasha, for calling. You know, I think uh, just reflecting on Natasha's call, and Natasha, stay on the line. Our producer is going to get you a book. But, But just reflecting on Natasha's call, I think that one of the things we have to acknowledge in the West, in particular in America, is that middle class reality has uh, persuaded most of us that our occupation and vocation go hand in hand. In other words, most of us are persuaded to believe that we should be able to make a living off of our ministries and giftings. But the reality is, is that that is a blessing when it happens, but there's no promise of that. The vast majority of believers throughout the world have to work jobs that uh, maybe are not their ministry passions, but as you said, provide food and resources for them to care for their families and be good stewards while doing the things that uh, maybe are creative or passion areas of their lives uh, in, in their spare time or in time outside of work. So just recognize if you can bring together your passions and your job and your corporate positions, then praise God for that. But that's an anomaly. That's a rare gift. The the vast majority of people throughout church history as well have not been able to do that. So I just wanted to mention that, Terry. Um, Let's talk about Van Gogh. I, I just recently, there was a tour that came to my hometown about his life, and I was blown away at what I saw. Talk a little bit about how Vincent Van Gogh's life has impacted yours. Well, uh, it's interesting. I spent one of my big projects last year was I read through uh, the six volumes that I have of his complete correspondence. And it has all of his yes. art and all of his letters. And um, it just reminded me again of here was a man who, though he and he's somebody who struggled with uh, with depression all of his life. He probably would have done well to be able to tune into a seminar like the one you're giving today. And a lot of creative people do struggle with depression. I think just parenthetically, I think that's because one of the things that makes you a highly creative person is you, you, I think you have a highly sensitive radar for life. You notice things, you notice details, you notice even the details of people's emotions and it affects you. So, uh, you know, one of the things I like to do is really uh, suggest to creative people, you need to get a good structure in your life to help you so that you don't succumb to the depression. Okay. Anyway, but, uh, but how did Van Gogh do that? I think Van Gogh overcame and got and moved through the, the tough times in his life by staying focused on his art. He was never highly successful in his art. He only sold one painting during his lifetime. Mm. Um, think about that, you know. And yet now his art is a treasure that moves us, so many of us. And he was a man who you can tell through his letters. Uh, he struggled with his faith at times. But throughout his life, that was still always an important part of who he was, was his relationship with God. 
Yeah, you know, when you talk about his correspondence, I think about his relationship with his brother as oh, well yeah. and and how, um, how, how that encouraged and strengthened him even through difficult times. And, uh, and, and I just think that it's important for us to have people in our corner uh, who uh, are, are going to be there for the purposes of encouraging us and, uh, and our hearts. 877-LIVE-675 is the number. That's 877-548-3675. That's 877-548-3675. You kind of talked about fighting off the depression. How can the arts help us with, uh, with depression? I think what the arts can help us do is there is something of the of, of beauty and order that part of what makes something beautiful is its, is its order, the, the way that it was created with meaning and purpose becomes clear through its beauty. And I think that's one of the reasons why when we can spend time with beautiful things, it really helps buoy our soul. It really helps our, it really helps us with our emotions. Um, and especially art that has a, a Christian theme. Um, I mean, I, I don't know how many times, like uh, when I'm feeling a little bit down, a particular hymn or a piece of Christian music or a great piece of classical music by someone like Bach will just lift my spirits and really help me lift, get lifted up above the struggles. Because that's the problem a lot of times for people is they get mired in the depression. They get un, kind of uh, stuck there. And that we need to be lifted up and given a different perspective. And art can be a powerful way of giving us a different perspective of our lives and of the God who loves us and the God who is there for us. Well, today we're going to have this discussion, and I'm glad you mentioned uh, those who struggle with this because it is real, and uh, maybe you have struggled with anxiety or depression. Um, we're going to be t- talking about that and releasing uh, a list of resources that will be on our, our homepage as well. Um, but this is part of the reason why I wanted to have Terry on because I do believe that there's so much that God wants to do in our lives through the arts. And Terry's book will uh, bless your life in, in a way that maybe, just maybe, will awaken aspects of your relationship with God that have been dormant or, or maybe not even scratched the surface yet. To find out more about Terry's book, go to our website, equipradio.org. That's equipradio.org. We're going to take our final break of the day, but this is an opportunity for us to hear from you as well. If you'd like to join the conversation, dial the number 877-548-3675. That's 877-LIVE-675. I also would encourage you to uh, share your comments on social media, Facebook and Twitter. Let's use social media for the good. You can leave your comments and questions there. I promise you, we will read them and we will respond. If you have registered for our upcoming Zoom webinar, I hope you're excited about it. I am. I can't wait to see you. It's going to be at the top of the hour. Make sure you join us 
for our conversation on Jesus, anxiety, and depression. Much more with Terry Glaspie right after this break. Next up on Equip. This daily program is fully devoted to coming alongside listeners like you to give you the tools needed for a successful walk with God. As one of our loyal listeners, would you be willing to become an equipper? Your monthly contribution will be applied to equipping others all across the country. Plus, as an equipper, I'll send you regular emails that contain brief pastoral messages prepared just for you. To become an equipper now, call 888-644-4144 or go online to equipradio.org. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. Man, time flies when you're having a great conversation. Such is the case. You're talking to Terry Glaspie about his new book, Discovering God Through the Arts, how we can grow closer to God by appreciating beauty and creativity. Terry, I am so glad that I've gotten a chance to meet you and to uh, um, get my hands on your work because, uh, brother, very Rarely do you get a chance to see a book that talks about John Walvoord and uh, at the same time as you talk about Bach. <laughs> Those two <laughs> typically don't go together. And a lot of folks who are listening may not know what I'm talking about, but Walvoord was a New Testament theologian out of Dallas Theological Seminary. You typically don't see him and Bach on the same pages. So thanks for doing that. Uh, how, how does a person awaken to see beauty around them? If this doesn't come naturally uh, to them, what would you say? I think it's all about exposure. You know, we live in a fast-paced, fast-moving culture, and what what we need to do to start with is we need to slow down, and we need to start paying attention to the little beauties that are around us. You know, take a walk around your neighborhood and capture the capture the beauty of the trees and the flowers and the architecture, um, and and then uh, sit down and challenge yourself. Read a read a good poem uh, slowly and and carefully. Uh, listen to a great piece of music. I think the more we're exposed to the beauty that God has for us to see through the arts. Um, the more we're exposed to them, the more it will develop our hunger for them. And we will see that they can be this tool. You know, God has very direct tools to reach us, like the scriptures, but he also has indirect tools to reach us. And sometimes the indirect tools aren't as much about giving us a quick and easy answer, but they're about evoking the right kind of questions the questions that we might need to struggle with and, and wrestle with. God maybe wants to wrestle with some things deep down in your heart, with some experiences that have caused brokenness within you and things like that. And the arts can be one of the powerful indirect tools that God can use to do that. You know, I, I, I want to just uh, encourage those who may be discouraged as artists um, what would you say to the person, and you've kind of done this in a couple of calls, but what would you say to the person who maybe feels discouraged about loving Jesus, but maybe not feeling that they found their place 
to be used. Yeah, well, as, as, the, as they say, don't listen to man, but listen to God. Listen to what God put in your heart. Listen, pay attention to the gifts that he's given you. And I just want to say directly to any of you like that who are listening, you are so important throughout history. God has used artists as much as he's used theologians to draw people closer yes, to has. him. And he wants to use you, and he wants to use you through whatever kind of art yes. creative outlet that you might have. And you, you know, just I want to open yourself up and do that. I want to say, man, to what you just said, and, and there have been those who are careful students of culture who have said uh, wisely, if you want to control culture, give me the artist, right? Absolutely. Uh, and Absolutely. So, and so yeah. those who are in the arts are critical for apologetics, critical for cultural engagement. All right, final question, Terry. Um, uh, obviously, art can be uh, abused. You talked about how much bad and corrupt art that's out there. Recently, I read a New York Times article that says um, the vast majority of kids age 18, uh, 8 to 18 have viewed pornography already. With about 30 seconds or so before we have to wrap up the program, how do we protect ourselves from bad art? Yeah, well, I think that is, it's all about making wise choices and about deciding, you know, they, they, there used to be a little song that said, careful little eyes what you he- see, careful little ears what you hear. And that, that is so true for all of us as, as children and as adults. We do need to use wisdom and discernment. That's why we need to, as we go into enjoying the arts, hopefully we're going in with a rich understanding of who God is and what God is about, because otherwise we can be led astray, just like we could be led astray uh, in so many other areas. So be well, my wise. friend. Well, I was going to say, Terry, uh, you have been a huge blessing uh, to my heart today. And uh, I know for many, this is a topic that we could spend uh, much more time on. But I I just want to say thank you. This book is, uh, it's full of art. It introduces you to figures that maybe you haven't known that God has used. And one of the things I love about church history and biographies and being introduced to new people is that in many ways in their life and calling, I can find mine. And so I'm grateful, Terry, for your book. Thank you. Thankful for your ministry and that you carved out an hour to be with me today. God bless you, Terry. Thank you. Friends, I want to encourage you to get a copy of Discovering God Through the Arts. How can uh, we grow closer to God? Well, appreciating beauty and creativity may be one of the ways. I can't wait till we're together again next time. Until then, remember, Equip with Chris Brooks is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.